Well, mighty fine and a great big western howdy, buckaroos and buckarooettes. I know you characters are pretty cool because you just got out of high school. <laughs> free at last, free at last. Um, <laughs> but let me ask you characters to go back nine months to the first day of your senior year in high school. Why? Because <laughs> we're going to play a pretend game. <laughs> when I was 17, on my first day of high school, I was like you. I made straight A's. I kept my room clean. I played piano at church. I, <laughs> I wasn't like you. <laughs> I tried so hard to color between the lines, but I was pregnant. PG. Um, this guy's looking at me like, oh, cool. She's going to talk about sex. <laughs> We've got the guy here from MTV, and Naomi's going to talk about sex. <laughs> no. Okay, see, some of these guys over here were busy working on the DNA thing, you know, discovering the double helix. They had that covered. So I was doing my own science project. I found out that it is scientifically, biologically, physiologically possible to get pregnant the first time you have sex. And my documentation, my living proof. Well, it's not that funny. But, okay, so here I am. I've got a $1.50 a week allowance. I don't have a job. I can't even drive a car. But the bad part was that my little brother was dying of cancer. This all happened because my mommy and daddy, daddy had a gas station. We took our life savings out from the mattress and went to another state with Brian to try to find a cure. Didn't work. Brian died. But I'm left alone at home during my senior year of high school. And the big PG... And I'm raising my brother and sister. So when you guys got to walk across the stage at graduation and get your diploma and everything, I was in a hospital graduating into motherhood. Um, I did marry this guy. I had another kid. I got a divorce. Like he said, we were living in Hollyweird. And I'm working for minimum wage. I was a secretary, a clerk, a model, you name it. I mean, we were so poor, I told Johnny Cash, we didn't have arms or legs. <laughs> All these guys that get up here love to talk about what it was like to be poor. Uh, the plot thickens. I decide I want to go to college so bad. I think learning is high-energy brain food to fuel us through life. So I decided to put myself through nursing school, worked my way through college, going to school all day, and waitressing all night, raising these crazy kids. We lived on a mountaintop, and this is the most shocking thing. We didn't have a TV or a telephone. What a radical concept. But the kid here and I, she was 12, started singing together to keep from killing each other for homemade entertainment. And her other sister, Ashley, was left to her own creative devices, so she started reading voraciously. And guess what? We went on to make, uh, to be the Judds, make country music history, and Ashley today is in Chicago on location doing a film with Oliver Stone. She turned out to be this big-time actress. So what I want to tell you, oh, you know what one of my other jobs was, George Lucas? I worked for you. You don't, you don't know this. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of your production. 
I was an extra and I was a production assistant. What I'm trying to tell you characters is that we are not magical beings. You're not born with your destiny stamped on your forehead. We crawled over broken glass to get here. And you know how we did it? We didn't let anything stand in our way or anybody. And I don't want to freak you out, but I'm talking about parents. If your parents don't get it, it's okay. Because being in the arts is a real job. And yes. I don't know where she is. A girl named Sunday came up last night and said she wants to be in music, but her family wants her to have a real job. Yeah. Well, honey, when you guys are accepting your first Oscar, you're getting your first Grammy, you're winning the Nobel Peace Prize, just thank them in your acceptance and they'll, it'll be cool. Uh, when I was diagnosed with this incurable, life-threatening disease, and life's not fair, you know. Um, by the way, if any of you all find a cure for this, <laughs> you win our bus, okay? Because <laughs> we're talking about viruses. We don't know if they're alive or dead, and AIDS, cancer, and all the bad stuff. Um, but it pays to believe in miracles. I'm in full remission. I've been doing research for two years now on the study of psychoneuroimmunology, the interface between the mind and the body. And it works. The doctors are scratching their heads. Um, and if you want to know more about my lovely daughter, the singing biker, <laughs> she carries her Harley behind her bus these days. I said, as long as you don't wear tube tops, it's okay. Now but, you all know why I was so nervous about, about going on my own. She's been doing all the talking all these years, so. <laughs> but I'm not going to, you know, give you Garth Brooks's home phone number or tell you about Billy Ray or anything. If you want to read that, the autobiography comes out at Christmas time. But without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to my little girl who used to hide her peas in her glass of milk. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you, Mom. Uh, you know, when I woke up this morning, I thought, what can I possibly say? I always feel real inadequate in these situations because, you know, I'm just a chick singer and uh, there's so much genius here and so many inspirational people. Um, all I can tell you, I, I just see myself in so many of you sitting at the tables. You know, I walk in and I, you guys are telling me, you know, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid and all that. And what if I had said the same thing? You know, what if I had said, gosh, you know, there's already a great girl singer out there somewhere. And if I hadn't believed, I think the one thing I have to say is just believe. We forget that, that we're, you know, a child of God. And the, we have endless possibilities. And we, we sell ourselves short because we think that Naomi and Winona Judd were born famous. You know, we used to be normal, okay? <laughs> and uh, follow your bliss. That is something that I continue to do. When, I, when it came to 1992, I was on my own. Mom had to quit. She was my everything, and I thought, what can I possibly do past that? How can I win the lottery twice? People said, do you think you can make it without your mom? I didn't know whether to you know, get up and walk out of the room or say, oh, yeah, I can, because I was in such a transitional period. I'm standing here today because I'm a survivor, and not because I'm some sort of a you know, genius or a person that thinks they're better than someone else. I just have a lot of belief in your gift. I think everybody's born with a gift, and you guys need to reach down in 
grab a hold of it, and, and just get out there and say, I can, I will, I am. I keep hearing, I, I don't know, I can't, I, I don't know if I can be someone as you know, popular as you, but I've gone on by myself to make history again and to do just what I said I was going to do, and the thing that got me there was just believing. So I, want you, I just want you guys to do so good. I want to I come back in five years and see some of your faces up here being as nervous as I am standing here talking about, you know, I did it. And, you know, mom did support me. If your parents aren't supporting you, that's okay, because you'll probably grow up like I did to support your mom. So. <laughs> the Jeds are the American dream, and your dream can come true. We're hope sellers. That's why we got into this. Sitting out in the audience would be someone looking back at me saying, I want to do what you do. And uh, I, have a I probably have more belief in you guys than you do yourselves sometimes, but... There you go. I thought that all of you guys, uh, I, I, what Winona said about identifying with you all. See, we identify with you guys. We were afraid that these big rocket scientists would have bulging foreheads because their brains were too big for their cranial <laughs> cavity and they'd forget to put on their britches and stuff. Yes, sir. Well, it's just a question that I've been hearing just standing back there. Just people, you know, kind of saying it but not coming to a mic. Would you sing something? Well, you have to understand, we've been working real hard on um, disentangling without severing our relationship. And when Mom got off the road, I had to make a choice between, you know, stopping myself and going on. And I've actually asked Mom, you know, if she would be interested. And I think it's, it's been really hard for us. You know, when you're, when you're in the public eye every day and you sing together... Um, all of a sudden, she had, you know, she had to retire. She had to give up her, her deal. So we haven't sung together since uh, December 4th. I had to and chill out because I have chronic active hepatitis. It's a non-contagious, big-time scary disease. But like I said, I'm doing great. But I've been writing the book and uh, working on the interface between the mind and the body, doing a lot of heavy-duty research. So we're just real emotional about that. We can't sing together yet. Cool. <laughs> But it pays to believe in miracles, so maybe someday. Okay, uh, like I sorry, my name is Kathy, and I'm from Sacramento, California. Um, like I mentioned to you before, you guys have been a real big inspiration to me. Um, I'm getting emotional, sorry. That's okay. Um, you've helped me through a lot of tough times with your music. And, um, sorry. <laughs> it's okay to cry. You know? We know how you feel. I know, where's Twyla? I need to release my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, sister. <laughs> um, I was just wondering, some of your videos are really quite powerful, and I was just wondering, do you do all your video works? Do you, all come, do you both come up with the ideas yourself? You know, I looked up uh, soul the other night in the dictionary, and it's sort of the same thing as talent. It says that it comes from a deep instinct, and everything we do, like, we don't know. <laughs> you know what I else, mean, too? I know you guys don't know this. I have a fear of performing. Okay, so like, what do I do every day? I get out on stage. Um, <laughs> face your fear. Makes no, well, the, thir the term face your fear, I love when people say that because you know, I just want to yeah. knock them in the head. Because <laughs> but seriously, I have a fear of performing. You know, I'm looking for exits when I did my solo thing on what the big Dick Clark AMAs. You know? And I just really, you have to throw yourself out there. And if you make a mistake, be, don't be afraid to be goofy. 
You know, don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be somebody else. You know, what if I had tried to be like Bonnie Raider, Linda Ronstadt? I wouldn't be Winona. I want somebody to come up to me and say, I get inspiration from you. You guys, it's okay to be weird. It's okay to be different. I mean, I get paid for it. I'll write you a note. That's right. And That's the red what light we're is saying on now, about so. Don't let anybody tell you who you are. Except your mother, of course. <laughs> Thank you. Um, do you think that the separation, you know, with you going on your own, do you think that's inspired you in a new way and like new mm -hmm. lyrics and stuff like that, like a deeper meaning in your music and stuff? Absolutely. My identity for 28 years, so you guys left home now and you're probably off in, into college. What do I do? I wake up 18 years old on a bus with my mom. Don't laugh. It's, uh, it's when, a little slice of heaven. Yeah. <laughs> but I really feel like my identity for so long was Naomi Judd's kid. My identity now is a child of God. I mean, think about it. What it did for me, because I almost gave up. I don't know if you guys know this, but I almost, I had the right to say no, and I'm not going out there. How can I possibly outdo the Judds statistic-wise? But I came out and I did it because of something deep down within. I can't explain it. It just happens. You'll be sitting somewhere, and it hits you right between the ears, and it says, do it. And I went on to sell, you know, my first album went triple platinum, which that's never been done before. Be careful what you ask for, you might get it. And I'm just here as an example. I want to be an example and an inspiration to all you kids because I want to, like I said, I want you to say, Winona can do it, I can too. So, yes. That's it. Thanks.